You're listening to the Sunday Session Podcast with Francesca Rudkin from Newstalk ZB. Mike van der Elzen, how are you? I am very well. Excellent. You kicked off 2024 with a bang? Or are you, slow, uh, or are you, or are you a bit like me? You just sort of slowly easing into it. It's a bit of a stumble, to yeah. tell you the truth. <laughs> We we came back. We um, we've had some functions on at, uh, at at Good from Scratch. So we we came back and we did a few functions. And I kind of got to the end of the day. I was like, "Oh, Jesus, this is hard work. <laughs> you just get so out of sorts." I tell you, <clears throat> the heat doesn't help. No, it doesn't. And it, and it's it's just we're up. We're actually up in Kerry Kerry at the moment. Oh, beautiful. And it's lovely, but boy, it's hot. It must be about twenty seven. 28 degrees, it's stinking, but yeah, no, it's lovely, lovely, enjoying, can't wait for 2024, let's bring it on, you know, last year was pretty average, yeah. uh, in regards to cyclones and everything that happened to us out in Middlewai, so 2024, I'm looking forward to a better year. Good to hear, and one of the things I love about this time of year are the berries, Mike, yeah. we're just going to town on the berries, when, when they're right. at a decent price. <laughs> and when they're still on the trees and they haven't been nabbed in the middle of the night. How? terrible was that I those know. poor people going out there and seeing those trees stripped of blueberries I know. just break and, your heart and and you know and we, we've so got organized it was I know, organized totally. I mean, it was just oh anyway like how much did they get I'm, i've been going past quite a few you know you have the blueberry ice cream places on the side of the road and i'm yeah. just like mm, where did they come from you can't just you can't help but just think about it you know <laughs> So how many have you got? A, have you got a few blueberries out there, or you? We're, we've got yeah, we've got heat. So we've got uh, a berry cage, um, and so it's all enclosed. Oh, okay. And so we we went away for ten days and came back, and and all the blueberries have gone bananas. Like we haven't got as many. Like we're not a full blown orchard. I think we've got a probably maybe 10, 10 blueberry trees. Is that common to have a cage to put your berries in a cage? Very much so. It just keeps the birds out. Right. Otherwise, I tell you, and, and it's like putting netting over your plums or your peaches. You know, as soon as they are perfect to eat, you'd need the to be birds out there. know it. Yeah. They know it, and they'll strip it bare in a day. So, yeah, we've we've very we've caged all our strawberries, all our blackberries, all our raspberries and blueberries. So they're all in a big cage. And, and I first, you know, when we first did it, it was like, oh, surely we don't have to do this, but I'm so glad we have because you're constantly, you know, you're not constantly worrying about, you know, collecting them. They can go a little bit overripe and you're not worrying about the birds getting them. So, yeah, if you've got a bit of room at home to build a little berry cage and put some blueberries in there or raspberries or strawberries, I would absolutely recommend doing it. And they're pretty easy to grow. Very, okay. very. They just take time. Blueberries, the blueberries, the trees themselves were probably in the ground for about three years before they started to bear fruit. Um, so you just, yeah, piece of cake. We just give them a little bit of, you know, sheep pellets, a little bit of fertilizer, and, and heaps of. They've had so much water lately, and uh, and piece of cake. You've got a nice, you've got a lovely sounding recipe, a very no. fresh, delicious sounding recipe for a summer's day for us today. It is, and it's, you know, we made this dessert um, when we came back from the holidays, and and I was like. Damn, this is a good dessert. So it's it's a coconut panna cotta. So uh, the thing about panna cottas is you is it it's got to have that wobble. It's got to have a decent wobble. So to get that decent wobble, you need to spend the money on the gelatin. Powdered gelatin's not going to cut the mustard in regards to giving you a great wobble. So you need to go out and you need to buy gelatin leaves. So really available from the supermarket. Just go to where the gelatin is and just look for gelatin leaves. They'll be in like a little pack and there's generally about 10 leaves to a packet. So this recipe makes eight panna cotta and it takes four leaves. 
So what you want to do is first off by start, go out, find that gelatin, and then uh, soak it, completely cover it in cold water um, to begin with. And what that does is it starts to soften the gelatin and allow it to dissolve into your panna cotta. So while they're softening, uh, take 500 mils of cream, of fresh cream, add 250 mils of coconut milk to that, or coconut cream, either either. And then I've got some, I've got some, uh, we should call them macroot lime leaves in here as well. I've just got two lime leaves that I've added in there, but feel free to drop them. You don't need them. They just give you a nice little background flavor. That could be a couple of star anise. That could be some cardamom pods. It could be a touch of uh, cinnamon powder. It doesn't really matter. So go 500 mils of cream, 250 mils of coconut milk. Uh, bring that gently to a heat and then take it off. Add half a teaspoon. I've got vanilla paste. Add that in, and then uh, 150 grams of raw brown sugar. So this recipe takes brown sugar versus white, and I and I'm I tend to use raw brown sugar over white 99% of the time, just because you get the flavour of the raw sugar, you get that caramelisation. So take your cream and your coconut milk off the heat, add your lime leaves in there if you want to, add your vanilla paste, and then while it's still hot, <coughs> sorry, add in your sugar, and I just gently stir that until the uh, sugar is dissolved. And then take your gelatin powder or your gelatin leaves, squeeze the leaves out between your fingers. It's quite, it's quite a, a weird sensation because you'll be squeezing the water out because the gelatin's going to swell, swell. But you don't want to add in too much water because then it's going to affect the setting of it. So just gently squeeze out those gelatin leaves between your hands, add them in, continue to stir it until the gelatin's dissolved. Honestly, it will take a couple of minutes and the gelatin will be fully dissolved. And then pour the uh, panna cotta mixture into some flexible moulds flexible they don't a true panna cotta mold is just like a little plastic um what we call a ramekin you could pretty much pour them into anything um the millage you're looking at something around 100 mil per panna cotta once you pour them in pop them into the fridge preferably let them set in overnight um and then the next day all you need to do is just pull them out and to get your panna cotta out of the molds because people struggle with this sometimes they put them into hot water i don't tend to do that because it's it just melts the outside of the panna cotta too too quickly so what you want to do to get your panna cotta out is just put it up on like a 45 degree angle take a really sharp small knife and just insert it into the side of the panna cotta mold and just release the suction off the bottom and your panna cotta should fall out onto your plate and be super wobbly jobbly and then there's a recipe here for fresh blueberries just take a cup of fresh blueberries uh, combine that with a uh, two tablespoons of i've got red wine vinegar and two tablespoons of raw brown sugar bring that to the boil simmer it until it's reduced down to a syrup pop those over the top of your panna cotta and that is that thank you so much mike appreciate that you enjoy the rest of your time in kitty kitty for more from the Sunday session with Francesca Rudkin, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9 a.m. Sunday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.